News Talk Radio 1100, it's Chatterbox, where you'll find the latest news, interviews, and updates about the gaming world. The views and opinions expressed are those of the host, the guests, and callers only, and not necessarily those of KFNX News Talk Radio 1100. And now, here's your host for Chatterbox. Well, here we are, hosting the Chatterbox Video Game Radio Show. Alon's right here. Oh, hey there. And Rich is right there. I'm back. Yeah, uh, so Ara, as I pointed out for the last 18 weeks, uh, might not be here the following week. That week is this week, and he's not here. And that's because he's off, you know, gallivanting, talking to people about things in other parts of the country. But, you know, he'll be back in a couple weeks. I think uh, I think it's just this week and next. So we've got Rich. And uh, you you may or may not show up next week as well. I don't know what to Sure. Think. All right. Sure, why not? You still play video games, so it's worth, <clears throat> it's worth coming in. Never heard of it. Yeah. All right. Well, we were just chatting about something completely unrelated, so we're probably going to yep. stop that. Uh, but when I say we were chatting, that was before the show even started. So now now we begin the show. Now, uh, I just want to hear from you. I haven't heard from you in a long time, Rich. What What have you been doing? What games have been on your radar? Uh, Well, Deus Ex came out, so I played that, and then I stopped playing that. Cause the big old racist, we hate black people game? <clears throat> I was listening to that, was that a couple weeks ago, Yeah. and I honestly had no idea what you were talking about, because I've played the game, and apparently there's a character that sounds blacker than what would be deemed by... Blacker than blackness itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right? And, like, nowhere when I played that entire game did I think, oh, this character is especially black. Like, it never That's even crossed my mind. That's because you're especially white, though. But <laughs> maybe it is. Like, it just never... There are multiple characters in this game that aren't white. Like, you go to China... And there's a bunch of Chinese people, and they speak in Chinese accents. Uh, it, but it, it doesn't, like, affect... All the Chinese people should speak in only American accents. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know what what people are just getting riled up for no reason, essentially. It was a Time magazine, something or another, internet. I, I don't even know where it came yeah. from. It was silly, though. But it was it was funny that for sure. this one guy, at least... It, it was weird. Like I only saw reference to it on that one site, mm-hmm. and, you know... Maybe it was in several other places. I'm sure other people picked it up. But, like, I didn't see it all over the big big sites because I think they realized it was stupid. So, yeah. Anyway. Um, I found out today, I read that a couple things came out on PSN. I think one Mortal Kombat something, but also um, Rochard? Uh, is that what I'm thinking? Yeah. Rochard. I have no idea what that is. See? Me neither. I didn't know a darn thing about it. I should have shown you a video before before the show started. So, um, my point is, I guess, 50-50. Partially that the game, I can't decide if it looks good or like it just has potential but was wasted. It's hard to tell sometimes, especially from videos. Uh, And also, I just want to make the point that I don't know what the hell's going on anymore, which is, it's troublesome, considering, you know... You mean in general? Yes. Like, in every facet of your life you don't know what's going on or just in video oh, no. i know everything that's going on in my own life okay but the problem is that i would like ideally to be exposed to a certain subset of things in the world one of those things is video games and unfortunately i am not exposed to them in the way that i should be i suppose because i'm simply not so back in the day working at gamestop was uh that was the solution i knew every game that was coming out i could tell you from memory 
what day they were coming out, how much they were going to cost, although that's not exactly hard to guess. When does Halo um, 2 come out? <laughs> November 15-something. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, wait a minute. That was... Uh, you know what? It came out while I was on my Segway trip. Oh, I should yeah? Even, I so should what even year know was that? that. I'm going to guess 2006. That wasn't 2006. Halo 2? Was it? I don't know. The Xbox 360 was out in 2006. Was it? Then it was 2004. Yeah. It was whenever I graduated from that UAT place. Yeah. You've all heard of UAT. Yeah. Yeah. Us. Us. The listeners. Me and you. All of us. Only. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> UAT.edu. Website for the University of Advanced Technology. You should go there. Anyway, um, so I've realized that I don't know what's going on. And this is a problem, right? And, and I've talked before on the program about how... Um, you know, I didn't want it to happen, but I've become an adult, which is really unfortunate. I do my best on a daily basis to um, embarrass my wife and uh, continue being a child. It's hard to keep it up. It's it's a task, and um, I need to find new ways to remain a child, which is really difficult, especially when you have someone barking at you to have your own child. I don't understand the, that thing. But anyway, um, things like... New games coming out on PSN. I don't know if is it might it might. I think there might be an excuse. Not only is it just me, it's also the fact that uh, games are being introduced to the world in different ways now. Yeah. Is is this a PSN only game or is this on other? Like, it is, is it on Xbox Live Arcade as well? It is PSN exclusive. It's okay. a Sony Online that, Entertainment. That's game. why you've never heard of it, because Sony does the absolute worst job of making sure people know about their games when they come out. It's it's the same reason I mean, nobody on Earth bought Resistance 3, and it's the same reason... Resistance 3 is supposed to be awesome. Oh, uh, it doesn't really... Whatever. Like, nobody bought it. Nobody on Earth bought that game. That's because nobody plays the PlayStation 3. Yeah, that's uh, but that's what I'm 14 saying. 14-year-old boys, by the way, all over the PS3, but nobody I know. It's, it's Sony's fault, because they don't make their products known to a large audience. Not the way Microsoft does. But, I mean, what do you do? You put your game in front of people at the biggest video game show of the year. Well, the second biggest, E3, right? And uh, it was there. Suppo- well, sure. I, I don't remember so seeing it. 600 other games. Yeah. Higher profile games, like Resistance 3 Yeah, but come on. This was probably... Uncharted. I assume it was at Sony's booth. Like sure. Sony. One of the biggest three companies at the show. Biggest four or five. I don't know. There's... But it's probably one of those games that... Sony's going to go, okay, you're going to come see our games at our booth, and we're going to show you Uncharted, and we're going to show you the the PlayStation Vita, and oh, look, it has touch whatever, blah, 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 all this stuff. And then in the corner, there's going to be one PS3 with a controller on you know, a, a 22-inch screen running this one game, and that's all you ever see of it. It's it's the one game in the corner. They're like, oh, yeah, there, there's this game over here, like, and, and that's it. They had a whole set of of indie games out. It okay. wasn't it wasn't as poor as you're describing. But but you understand what I'm saying. Like yeah. even if even if they have an aisle and they have eight PSN games on it, only two of those are running this game. Two of them are running a different game, and then four of them are running their Little Big Planet or whatever the heck it is. You know, like it's it's not one of their main titles by the sound of it because I've never heard of it. Yeah. Well. Anyway, I will show you a video during the break. Sure. If you remind me when the break comes. Um, Rochard, it, Rochard is, uh, if you broke it apart, it would say rock hard, right? Which is, I think, part of their tagline because they're like, rocks are hard, Rochard is harder, something like that. 
anyway, um, so it kind of looks interesting to me, and that's why I bring it up. Um, that and the fact that a game that is potentially interesting has uh, come about without any sort of notice. Mm-hmm. It just, oh, look, it's it's released. And the only reason I know is because Joystick mentioned, like, here are the games that are releasing on PSN this week. And uh, that bothers me. So, you know, you know a lot more about the games that are coming out these days because I think you troll the internets uh, sure. far more than I do. And I I do my own healthy review of what's going on in the internet, but uh, but not to the level of an unemployed enthusiast such as yourself indeed so like what else is going on right now because this is this is christmas time we're, we're yeah. gearing up for people have been talking about this dead nation game never seen it i have no idea what what it's all about right but people are talking about it it's supposed to be crazy De- dead nation dead island is that what that I'm just came out kill zombies yeah yeah I'm, dead unless Nation's it's a not different a game? game i don't no. know dead island is the game that just came out a couple weeks ago I, that's probably what i'm thinking of yeah there's got to be something else called Dead Nation. Pretty terrible, but it's kind of fun. Pretty terrible. Oh, the game is awful. How come like, everybody's playing it? Because it's a lot of. It's one of those games that's bad in a way that's still fun. If that makes any sense, like playing by yourself is a miserable experience because it's glitchy, and it's just really strange the way you move and like your weapons constantly are degrading because when you use them, like they have endurance or whatever, then they break. So like. Literally, you're constantly fixing your weapons. Like it's it's a game that's essentially just giving you a bunch of stuff to do because there's nothing else to do and there's nothing compelling to have you do within the game except kill zombies. Um, so it just fills it in with oh, search money out of bags of you know zombies that were touring here, whatever. But like the fun is in the multiplayer where you get four people running around like idiots killing zombies, and it's. It's a lot different than Left 4 Dead because Left 4 Dead is a lot more serious. Like, here's your objective, go do this, and it's intense. And Dead Island is just stupidness happening constantly. Like, you can literally just jump out of nowhere and kick a zombie in the face and then cut his head off. And then throw something, like an explosion, uh, a grenade, and kill everybody, including yourself and all three of your teammates. And then you all respawn, and it's funny. But it's a terrible game. Okay, then why are people playing it if it's terrible? Because it's fun. It's every now and then you you just gotta play a bad game that's fun to play in a group, and it's that game. Is that like that crappy indie game you were playing on Xbox Live one time? Yeah, made by like some Destructoid guy. Yep. Yeah. Oh, that game's terrible. That's even worse. <laughs> well, it's but it's fun to play. It's hard to be worse than that game. Yeah. All right, but uh, but I think you can see my point. So. Oh, boy. I'm getting a text from Ara right now. Because mm-hmm. he's waiting on the phone, but he only just came on, and we're about to go to break. Oh. Norm, how, how long do we have? Two, like, two minutes. Yeah. I'm not going to bring him onto the line when we've got, like, a minute left. Yep. Say something and then get off. So we're going to wait after the break. We'll bring Ara on for a segment, because he's, he's dying to get on the show. And what's funny is, um, we've got... People, people email us from time to time. Now, I, I know this will be foreign to you, Rich, because when you were on the show, no one would ever email us. But uh, Pen 15 years, too. Every once in a while, yes. Yep. But these days, we get emails <laughs> by the truckload. Um, and you can email, by the way, dear listener, by going to chatterboxgameshow.com and, and find the link on there, the contact page or whatever. Um, but we got something from someone named Tessa today who wants to you know, call in and specifically talk to Ara. I am no longer useful on this program, but she wants to talk to him. And uh, he won't even be here. Not even here. He's on the phone. But, uh, you know, 
you know how that goes. Yeah, that's complicated. I, I don't want to just be the intermediary for two people on the phone to just chit-chat for a while. So, Tessa, you should call back in two weeks. <laughs> and hopefully he will be back and on the air. So, <clears throat> anyway, we've got a minute or two. I'm going to open up my records here and find out things things that I have been wanting to talk about. Uh, did you read this article about the gunstringer and how the gunstringer came to be? Nope. I think this is a good one to talk about when we come back. Yep. So, um, how often have you pitched a game to a publisher? Like, at least zero times. <laughs> at least zero times. That's good. So, um, I'm just completely ripping this right out of uh, Joystick. Um, somehow they got an... I guess it's not hard to get an interview with someone, but uh, they interviewed talk about how the idea for gunstringer came about and i recently talked about gunstringer on the show because it didn't totally suck and it's connect and that's you know a weird combination um so anyway when we get back we'll have aura and then we'll talk about that a little bit and a few other things and uh during the break i'll make rich watch a video so we'll be right back arizona's news talk leader kfnx am 1100 All right, let's uh, let's bring Ara on as promised, gentlemen. There you are. How are you doing? I am very much like a zombie, like you guys were talking about a few minutes ago. Is that because you're on the east of coasts? <sighs> that that has something to do with it, but also uh, five flights in one week. What? N- not the most ideal thing to do. Why? Well, I thought you've just taken one flight. Well, no, I've taken five. Why is that? And it's it's not pleasant. Although I did get to experience the pleasure of alternative security measures. <laughs> they uh, they have that all over the place. Yeah, I totally got that. Uh, we you know look at every part of you uh, super X-ray thing. Oh no no see I opted out of that. I got the alternative. Because you just want to be patted down. Well um, sure. Okay. No, I can respect that. You know sometimes. Lonely I like airport. the personal touch in security. <laughs> That's <know>? good. <laughs> That's good. Well, um, you know, I'm glad that went well for you. I'm not sure why you've taken five flights. Is it because you took, like, the cheapest flight that involved uh, four legs to get to one place? Um, that's precisely what happened. One of them was on something that resembled a kite. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So I've got a question for you. Um, like I said, Tessa emailed us saying she wanted to talk to you about like games and gender or something, and then she games and gender. Oh, my favorite topic. Yeah. Then then she gave even links to stuff for you to research, which I know you haven't researched, but I know you're also really good at winging it. Now she's also on the phone, and I I think we have the ability to merge so everyone can talk, so that you and she could talk. But do you want to do that, or do you want to wait? Do you want to make her wait? My faculties. I only have some of them. Uh, it's your call, dude. Go for it. Okay, we can make that happen, Norm? Oh, Tessa, you are on the air with us. Hi. Hello, Tessa. Hello. Um, I'd just kind of like to start out by asking, uh, what are your opinions on gender and game development? Um, The difference between can females actually do a bit of, uh, say, coding or uh, modeling? 
So I'm sensing a little nervousness in Tessa's voice, Ara. So I, okay. po- I apologize that for Tessa. Nothing to, nothing to be nervous about, um, because luckily you're not in the studio with Rich. Uh, that's only me. So don't don't worry about it. Um, I think the question, it was a little bit hard to hear, can females, uh, I guess, is there an expectation or a belief that females could code? Um, and I, I suppose the question is, do a reasonable job of coding, because obviously they are capable of it. It, it, it is more than coding. Um, facial recognition and reasoning as well. That's dealing with um, 3D modeling and in animation to a degree. So are you just trying to ask, like, do you think that that ladies can can cut the mustard in the industry? Is that what yeah, you're trying to ask? That's that's kind of what I'm asking. Okay, well, Ara, that's the question. Well, sure, why not? I mean, um, I'm not sure if there was a specific thing that that I've said. I don't want to be presumptuous. Um, that may have uh, incited the question, but I, I don't believe that it it should have been. Um, but yeah, I mean, why not? You know, I mean, women can do anything they want to do, just like men can do anything they want to do. So. Um, I, I certainly don't think that there's anything intrinsic to gender that allows somebody to do something or not do something if that's what they want. Yeah. So, so my question, Tessa, is uh, is there some sort of um, research you've done or uh, something someone else has said elsewhere, either in the media or in, in your personal life, where you get the impression that people don't think that's an option? Uh, no, it's just um, well, sort of. Uh, gender is kind of a uh, topic that I'm kind of interested in a little bit. Just and, a little bit. Yeah. Okay. A little bit more than a little bit, but uh, a few weeks ago, about four weeks ago or so, you had a topic that was about um, females and, um, what you call it, um, games media. Okay. Yes, we did. I suspect um, that was Ara's topic, just, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it was. Um, but okay. both of you had seen a little bit. Um, I don't. I don't know if we lost her there. Yeah. No. No. Right. I'm, I'm just. Uh, I'm nervous. Um, both of you seemed a little bit on the side of. Um, if you can't do it, then that's the reason that there's not enough women in games media or in game development itself. Was that um, it? All right, I gotta be honest. I don't even remember this far back. I have a hard time remembering what I ate for breakfast today. But um, well, I, I know I know, Alon, that that you love to um, you take great pleasure in you know saying some um, I'll be nice, potentially inflammatory things from time to time, and, no. and that's cool. No, 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 not at all. Not that, even a little bit. That doesn't happen. But not not at all. Okay. No. Well, they give me this mic and tell me I get to do whatever I want, but. Um, <laughs> I'm sure. Somebody told us that if we said something controversial, lots of people would call in. Yeah, no, I don't remember that happening either. No, but, but um, well, let me let me say something that maybe um, you know both of you guys and people listening will find interesting, and if, if, if I can keep it together here, um, you know, there's you know lots of people do lots of studies on lots of things, right? Particularly um, you know gender related, obviously, and it's interesting, right? Because you know sometimes when you uh, study particularly gender in the aggregate, right, you find some certain patterns emerge, right? Like, I mean, most obvious one, like, oh, okay, let's look at, like, programmers in the video game industry. Oh, and, like, females are, like, you know, anywhere from, like, you know, 1 to, like, 10%, depending on where you look. And it's mostly male-dominated, right? And the interesting thing is that, you know, if you study something in the aggregate like that, I mean, you're always going to get some kind of pattern one way or another. You know, and that, things aren't going to, like, fall down evenly, no matter what you do. But 
information that you have about you know the aggregate or the macro scale of things doesn't necessarily map to the microscopic scale. And what I mean by that is that it doesn't really necessarily tell you anything about one particular individual's ability to do one thing or another, be it you know a woman or a man or whatever. So okay. when we were talking about this, was was our discussion saying that women couldn't hack it or that they were just things that happen in the world that, that result in women not going into that industry? Christ, I'm, I, I, I'm hard-pressed to remember exactly what we said. I think Tessa um, was going going to respond to that. But, I've actually, uh, I mean, to that. Sorry. go ahead, Tessa. Go ahead. Yeah, I've actually uh, listened to the, the uh, little clip a few times, actually. Um, was I a giant dick? <laughs> A little bit. Oh, <laughs> it courses through my veins. Alon? No. Alon was okay, but no. It's um, basically what we're saying is, is if you couldn't cut it, then that's the reason why it's there. Not that there's a vast conspiracy um, trying to take down the female gamers or female developers. Um, actually, on studies, I've got three that deal with um, gender um, math gaps. And science gaps. I, I, um, I suspect you're thinking the same thing that, that we've all heard, just not on this show before, about how it's not so much that women couldn't do it in the industry, but as they grow up, there are so many forces and gender roles that exist that sort of um, put them in a place that does not involve math and science. Um, it, so unfortunately, they don't they don't grow into those roles. Exactly. Um, several studies from there's one from the PISA. Um, and another one, oh, I don't have it. It's all right. I don't even know uh, what the PISA is. So The PISA is uh, it's Program for International Student Assessment. Okay. I'll take a report. Um, it looked it. at the U.S. and then was trying to figure out the gender gap. When you um, actually go out from the U.S. and go to countries that focus more on ed- education, the gap starts disappearing and actually ends up going the other way. The females will become more into the maths and sciences, and then the males will end up dropping off and going more toward um, the arts and such. Mm. So wouldn't you say that then it seems like the evidence leads toward suggesting that, you know, there's perhaps a cultural reason why there is a division in this way and uh, maybe not uh, some other reason? That's that's what I'm going for. Yeah, she's basically saying that that in truth there is a, a level of equality that just doesn't manifest, at least in U.S. culture and probably any culture that develops video games, which is basically America, <laughs> Europe, and Japan. Sure. <laughs> maybe um maybe I can clarify um something that I, I think that you think I said last time, and this is going to be um super vague because I can't remember anything, just like Yolan, but, um, you know, there's... Uh, We've got one minute left. Oh, my God, I lost it. Keep going. No, that's fine. Here's what, <laughs> here's what I'm going to do, Tessa. Uh, so this is your okay. first first time on the program. Obviously, you have some things to say, and we are not uh, perfectly prepared for this because Ara is is away and apparently quite tired. Um, which Four I, hours of sleep. Yes. So uh, I want you... Tessa, to, to continue thinking about this and, and the questions you want to pose, and, and we will even go over the things that you've sent us so that we are better prepared to discuss it as well. Because this is certainly a topic that's ripe 
for discussion. Right, I got it. So, so hold on to it, Tessa. Give us a call back in a couple weeks when Ara is uh, is back in the studio, and we'll touch on this again. And if there's anything else you want to talk about over email, until then, feel free because we will be accessible. Okay. Thanks for calling. We'll be right back. me, Mario. You're listening to Chatterbox Video Game Radio. It's a number one. All right, we're back. And before we continue, I'm going to mention UAT.edu one more time. That's the website for the University of Advancing Technology. So go take a look. And, uh, you know, if you go there, you can talk about gender in games because they do that from time to time. Uh, now, Ara. Yes, sir. You are on. Have you have you put some more thought into this? Yeah, I've, I found what I lost last segment. I found in your brain. So, so maybe, you know, perhaps, you know, I might have said something when we were talking about this that one episode. Um, about, you know, well, you know, it's, you know, if you can't cut the mustard or if you can't hack it, then, you know, get out or don't bother with it or go do, go do something else. Um, let's just assume for sake of discussion that's what I said. Um, to be clear, right, this wasn't an even any reference to gender whatsoever. I say the same thing whether you're a girl or a guy or whatever, you know, word you like to use. The game industry is incredibly, incredibly cutthroat. I mean, I think both of you guys have some appreciation for this. Mm-hmm. And the universe doesn't care what kind of gender you are. It doesn't care if you're a hermaphrodite. It doesn't care about any of those things. And people who play games generally don't care. You know, I think one of the beautiful things about something like the game industry is that, you know, if, if you fancy yourself somebody who thinks that they can make a really awesome game, there's a lot of avenues that you can prove it with. And... Your gender, I don't think, has much to do with it, frankly. Yeah, you know, um, I've often compared the video game development um, industry to, you know, another entertainment field, like, you know, acting or something. Uh, In acting, certainly, gender is important because you're hired for certain roles based on your appearance. But uh, in video games and other things where you're developing content for people, like writing a book or something... um, it's completely irrelevant because I don't know who drew the textures for Master Chief's armor when you I'm go. playing that you game. Don't, you probably don't even know like the gender of the designers. I mean, maybe they're men, but I don't know. Maybe they're not men. Who, well, who knows? when when the credits scroll through, I get a pretty good feel that it's almost all men. But I certainly don't know who did what. And if they were women, it would make no difference, which is obviously what you're, what you're saying here. Um, wouldn't matter. I mean, unless I'm one of those d-bags who just plays nothing but madden all my life that guy might care just because he's an idiot but uh for most other gamers you're absolutely right you, well nobody knows but on top nobody would care um and so it's true yeah like if you're good you're good if you're not whatever i think the the point that tess is trying to make i'm, I'm guessing she's in college and doing sociology studies on this stuff right um is that all right there aren't women in games but it's not the women's fault. It's the world's fault for, you know, mm-hmm. bad education or gender roles from your first grade teacher who decided to make you draw something pink instead of blue or whatever, right? Which um, there have been studies like this, you know, ad, ad nauseum for, for years. And they will continue, right, uh, until 
it's not so much that when we think about these things, we don't realize that they're true. It's the real issue is that we still, um, you know, create gender roles in our lives. Like if you're in a position of authority, like the teacher I just mentioned, the the fictional first grade teacher, you're going to instill these gender roles in people, wh- whether you want to or not. Like unless you're that super hippie, like lesbian chick who doesn't want to, uh, you know, make the boys play with trucks and the girls play with Barbies or whatever, right? And and truly pays attention every minute. Of, of her time with those children that, uh, you know, she's going to avoid genderizing these, these kids. The rest of the world will, because it's just, it's, na- it's natural to do that. Right. Well, let me, um, let me say just a couple of final things on this, at least for this one, and then maybe, you know, we can, we can have a rematch with Tessa. Um, but one thing that I'm, I'm really, really glad that she called, um, because one of my frustrations with this issue is that uh, so many people are incapable of actually having a rational discussion about it. And, and in Tessa, it seems like you are capable of having a rational discussion. So I salute you for that. Um, because Only because she's not in the so room emotional. with us. Otherwise, she'd be punching me in the face. About something like this. Yeah. Okay. And uh, let me just say one more thing about it, um, something that I read recently. Um, I think that the most plausible explanation that uh, I've read thus far that explains um, gender inequalities in terms of, let's just talk about, like, salary, right? I mean, it's pretty well known that, you know, in the aggregate, right, in the overall, that, okay, they say, right, that men make more money than women. Yeah, you guys would agree with that maybe? Yes. Okay, so something that I read, uh, I read some kind of academic paper. I don't know the details of the, the reference at the moment, but um, you know, the most interesting, plausible explanation and rational explanation I've heard about this is that, yeah, you know what? If you look at the most successful, the richest individuals, the people who have the most money and the most power, yeah, you know what? It does tend to be dominated by males. I'm not just talking about the game industry. I'm talking about, like, the whole world, Right. But here's the interesting thing, right? If you look at the whole spectrum, you know, guess what gender dominates jails? It's males. Yep. So there's this one uh, researcher that put forth this um, theory, right, that, well, it's not that men are better or that they, you know, stamp out the women or that they're sexist or whatever, but it's that, you know what, the male tendency is to take more risks. You know, men get... We, we die more often. You know, we kill ourselves more often than females. We go to jail more often than females. We take what are ostensibly stupider risks than females. And so the way he explains it is that, well, you know, women biologically have basically developed to take less risks. Now, let me be clear, in the aggregate, right, this doesn't necessarily say anything about any one individual woman and her ability to be risky in her behavior or not risky in her behavior. But if you look at the aggregate, it appears as if they just play it safe more often. And evolutionarily, biologically, that, that seems to make some amount of sense. And by and, the way, you know, the, the men, men of Chatterbox risk, right? appreciate risky ladies. <laughs> just want to put that out there. Oh, we certainly do, absolutely. Right? But, and so what you find, right, or what this guy found was that, well, you know, yes, all the men are at the top, pretty much. Not all the men, though. All the people at the top are men, but not all the men are at the top, because all the people at the bottom, in terms of you know money, wealth, fame, whatever, mm, they're also men, right? And so it seems like the, the variance in terms of whatever that metric is, 
is much bigger among males. You know, we're at the bottom and we're at the top, and the females don't exhibit as much of a range of this as we do. They're kind of in the middle because of all that other stuff. So I think... You know, I think this is where I jump in with uh, a suitably misogynistic crack about how women aren't measured in this study because they're all in the kitchen making babies and cookies. That is definitely what you normally do. Thank you. I had to get that in there. <laughs> but, um, you know, this is, this is the most rational thing I've heard about it so far. And so, you know, I'm, I'm really interested if Tessa has any comment about this or any of our other listeners. Um, I would really love to hear what people think about that because... Um, I the, the study that we something. cannot reference, <laughs> that one. <laughs> <laughs> what they think about the study that we cannot reference. Right. Well, eventually, if somebody really wants me to, I'll find it. But I think that also, like, this was as a result of, like, Googling for about 20 minutes. So you can find it, too. It's that is a lot of Googling. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, uh, I'm, I'm ready to abandon that, that topic as I might so many a risky woman, and, uh, and move on to something else. And, of course... Right, well, I'll, just, I'll just stay on until the end of this segment, and then I must retire. All right. No, that's, that's good. Um, when are you coming back? So, I'm, uh, unless something crazy happens, it's going to be, like, literally right before the show next week. All right. I was thinking you wouldn't even be here next week. Well, you know, I'm, I'm a dedicated person, so okay. I, I will probably make it unless my flight's delayed. And... Uh. Um, but once again, I'll probably have even less faculties than I do now. Good. Well, it will be delayed, I'm sure. So, anyway, you just keep in touch. Let us know, and we'll uh, we'll plow through without you if, if necessary. Now, <clears throat> before before the the break to the second segment, I was talking about how um, I read this this article from Joystick, and I, I tend to steal things from them quite often on this show. And uh, I guess they got an interview with the the people. Um, what is it like, Pixel Junk or something? Do you, do you know who makes this, Rich? Pixel Junk? The Gunstringer game. I, Definitely it, not Pixel Junk. Yeah, Pixel Junk is Explosion Man and stuff. Twisted Definitely Pixel. incorrect again. Twisted Isn't Pixel. It? Or is it Twisted Pixel? Thank you. It, Maybe. Oh. I'm talking about Twisted Pixel people, the same people who make Explosion yeah. Man, I believe. That's right. who I was thinking of. But. Yeah. So, Gunstringer, we talked about this previously. Rich, you said you haven't played it, right? Have not yet. Real quick... It's a Kinect game that isn't totally crappy, but what makes it not crappy is more its production values than the gameplay. The gameplay is pretty much just as useless as every other game on the Kinect. But because it's something I haven't done before, it was still mildly interesting. But I'm curious if playing the whole game, which I have not done, uh, would retain my interest. Was it it more awesome than Hole in the Wall? Uh, Hole in the Wall was pretty (laughs) awesome. (laughs) We didn't talk about our experience playing Hole in the Wall. We should have done that. Because it involved uh, shenanigans. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, this game has really good production. It's funny and all that. Um, but what's what's more interesting is the story that the Joystick just put up, which is not a long one. I, I encourage anyone to just go read it. So it's talking about their pitch for the game. They had these ideas for the Kinect, and they go and they have meet with uh, with these Microsoft people for dinner. And it's right after they got to actually see the Kinect for the first time, which wasn't called the Kinect at the time. And they're like, oh, crap, it doesn't do what we thought it did. Like, we thought it was going to have, you know, more refined um, vision and could, like, see you, your They you thought know, it was actually going to work. Basically. Sounds par for the course for every yeah. input device in the past few years. Pretty much. Um, I think they should have known better based on the history of the Wii. Well. But anyway, so they thought it would be able to, like, see individual fingers and all that stuff and be very, very Well, it was good. supposed to. 
before. Yeah, because it's a higher resolution camera and everything. So. Yeah, well, it had logic built in. It has all sorts of things that they just ripped out in the last minute. Yep. Which is very kind of them. Anyway, I'm going to talk a little bit more about this when we get back. We'll be right back. Well, we're back for our final segment. Uh, thank you, everyone, for sticking with us through uh, through this fine, fine program. Uh, don't forget, go to chatterboxgameshow.com. If you want to give us a call, uh, like Tessa did this evening, the number's on our website if you forget it, but it is 866-536-1100. We're live here at some point in the day on Tuesday nights. So if you listen to the podcast, you know, listen live one day and you can call. You can listen live from the website, too. Um, but when you do, turn it down. We could hear it in, when, when Tessa called you hear that delay? Did you hear us talking while she was talking? I, I heard noise. I didn't know. That was the show. I, I wasn't Unless able to identify. was also playing Wheel of Fortune in the background or something. That's what I wasn't sure. Anyway, yeah. whatever. Live and learn. So I was talking about Twisted Pixel, and they're making a gunstringer. And so I'm reading this article at Joystick, and it's talking about it. Um, and I guess they had this plan, this idea for something, and they're like, oh, crap, that's totally not going to work. Because like you said, Microsoft sort of, um, you know. Screwed pulled, everybody over on the Kinect. Yeah. Sort of... Uh, Exactly. I'm looking for some sort of cliche that I can't find. But anyway, um, they realize they're not going to be able to do that. So then I guess they're sitting in dinner. And I mean, I, I believe what's in this article. It seems a little bit weird, but they're like, so they're in a restaurant and there's this giant... And they're eating a pizza and it looked like Pac-Man. And so... No, but there was oh. like this giant skeleton cowboy <laughs> thing. And they're like, okay, so it's about a skeleton cowboy. <laughs> like like this this Microsoft chick went off to the okay. bathroom and said, when I get back from the bathroom, I'm going to, you know, tell me about this idea. And so they had this other idea that's sort of in their pocket that they had, you know, put aside from the for the Wii um, years earlier. And so they're like, maybe we could do that. But, you know, they didn't have the setting for it or anything. So we saw the, the skeleton cowboy on the wall on a mirror or something in the restaurant. And they're like, all right, skeleton cowboy. It's a marionette. Mm-hmm. Controlling this marionette, dude, because that's what Gunstringer is. And they're like, yeah, that totally works. Let's do it. Greenlighted it. And then, like, a year later, they, they let on to the Microsoft people, like, I was totally lying my ass off. And now there's this inside, well, not-so-inside <laughs> joke about when they go to dinner, they're just like, all right, so uh, you see that thing over there? That's what our next game's about. And <clears throat> what's interesting about this is that it could actually happen in the real world, because, like, this is the sort of thing you'd see in some cheesy sitcom or whatever, and, and it would be all funny for a minute and then stop being funny. But, uh, you know... But they actually went through and made a whole game about it. I'm trying to think, like, so you can be someone who has no ideas at all. In three minutes, come up with an idea. And that's a number they, they quoted in this article a couple times. Three minutes, they came up with this and uh, and have a game greenlit. And so what, what causes that? Like, I... My problem is I don't understand the the chronology here. I suppose that they had already made some other game well, that was popular. Yeah, I mean, they, when did Explosion Man come out? That like two Explosion or three Man years ago? was a couple years ago. Um, before the Connect was around. Yeah, that was before Connect. Okay, so, so Explosion Man in their pocket. They were an established studio, or at least somewhat established for Xbox Live Arcade. I think they might have come out with something else at that point as well, but I, I'm not sure. Um, and and Explosion Man had to come out, and so. They must have already been working on Comic Jumper at this point as well. So if it's just like, here's an arcade developer who has this silly idea, which, I mean, Explosion Man is a dude that explodes and you're in a giant lab escaping, whatever. It's it's silly. 
Yeah. So when the same studio says, oh, we'll do the silly skeleton cowboy and guns and run along on marionette, blah, blah, blah. And it's, oh, yeah, connect. And Microsoft's going, all right, we need connect games. Do it. Like, it's that simple. Like, as far as that goes, like, sure, just let them do whatever. Like, they're going to make a connect game. All right. Done. Yeah, but they actually liked the idea. Like yeah. the the woman who who said okay to it was pissed off when she found out. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just it, like anybody can be a game designer. This is what I've come. I've, Ara is a good thing he's I not mean, in the air because he would totally rip my head off right now. I, I think anybody can come up with a basic premise or idea for something, but like actually then and going in and designing the game and saying okay, well. How are we going to do an aiming mechanic, and how are we going to have you move through the level, and how are you going to do this? That's and that the beauty and of this game because it's for Connect. It doesn't actually involve any game design. Well, maybe you you need to go play it, right? I, I should, yeah, I haven't played it, but it's. I mean, just play the demo. It's uh, this game, like I said, it's actually fun to play because of the atmosphere and the production value. But when it comes down to the gameplay, it is as poor as you know the amount of time they put into the idea while sitting at, at dinner. with with uh, these Microsoft people, and it it goes to show that you don't need much to make a game in the right. Mm-hmm. You know when when things meet, when there's the perfect storm of hardware that Microsoft or somebody wants to push, and uh, nobody else making good things for it, or nobody they believe can make good things for it because it hadn't really come out yet. And then you just you put in some production value that's kind of cool, throw that in, but like your idea it doesn't have to be good. All mm-hmm. you have to do is have made something good in the past, and you can make crap moving forward. And uh, I have a hard time with this, because I'm saying the game is good and bad all at the same time. And this is what I was talking about last week, or whenever it is I talked about this, which I think was last week. I, I think I think this is the same. I, I don't know if it's just Connect though. I think it's games in general. You can have something, and I think, I think the same could be said for movies. As long as the production value is good, as you say. Like, there's something there that's interesting that attracts people's attention. The game itself could be pretty crap like, like any nicholas cage grand movie. theft auto is is a good example like as a game it's not that great like essentially you're just doing missions where you steal a car kill somebody and then drive off and escape from the cops again and again and again and again and they've injected story into it and they've done different rpg stuff where you level up different skills or whatever but like on the whole like the game is pretty bland but it's interesting and people really like to play it because you're this gangster in whatever city, in Vice City, you know, you get to do that whole thing. Or in San Andreas, it's a different theme. Like, every game is this different theme. And so people continue to enjoy it because of the production and theme of the game and not the game itself. At least not not that I'm aware of. Like, Yeah, so this idea sort of um, connects with an article that I also saw on Destructoid, which I think it was Sterling. Mm-hmm. Sterling wrote about uh, Eco and Shadow of the Colossus. Sure. I don't suppose you came across this. Um, I, I might have read that at some point, but I, I think I know what his opinion of those games would be. Yeah. <laughs> he basically says everybody... He's, he's, he's People really, like it because it's artistic and blah, blah, blah. He's a bleeding heart throughout this article. He's like, yeah. basically, everybody loves this game. And other people like other games, too, not just this, you know, Eco and, and Shadow of the Colossus. But people love the these two games so much and he's like i really want to like them but they're just not good yeah and i that's exactly how i feel i feel that way about resident evil i everybody i know loves resident evil 4 and a lot of people like resident evil 5 as well i recently tried to replay resident evil 4 or or the beginning of it and i i want to stab the eyeballs out of my head 
and then like step on them and then rip my eardrums out is how much I hate Resident Evil 4 because it is so bad in terms of like it's literally a game that was thought of in 1992 with shiny graphics on it. Like it's just it's so bad. I can't stand it. It, it is a little bit better for the Wii when you can aim. Well, I, I, it's probably still bad. It, it's not great. Yeah, Resident Evil. And you know what's what's funny about all these all these games we talk about that are actually bad, even though they have high production, so people love them. Yep. A common factor that makes them bad is their control. Resident oh, yeah. Evil has that's really. What I was, that, that's specifically what I was saying. Like GTA Four has some of the worst third-person shooter controls you can imagine. Like it's. Oh yeah. Terrible. It's, it's driving. It's isn't terrible. fantastic either. Yeah. Which is what makes the game a big pile of irony because yep. no part of it is actually very good. Uh, but people love it. Yep. And Resident Evil, horrible control, and people love it. And, uh, you know, Eco and Shadow of the Colossus, not fantastic control. Not very responsive. Mm-hmm. And, of course, they love it. And Gunstringer, oh my god, it's a Kinect game. It's got miserable control. They do a, a pretty darn good job of faking it compared to other things that you might find on the Kinect. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, it's still horrible control. The, um, the controls of Dead Island, I must say, are pretty terrible as well really yeah so it must have a lot of polish yeah it's it's the old polishing the turd it's it's not polished it's it it needs probably another four months of work if they had another four months on that game they could make it way better because like there's just glitches and weird stuff everywhere but like the is this the game with the chick who doesn't wear any panties uh there is a chick that i think you're in a bikini sort of thing no, I mean, I saw some video online where some guy takes a video and slow-mos it, and the girl gets up from the ground, and she's just oh, not wearing Oh, probably. Panties. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, like, the, I think the theme of Dead Island is what attracts people, similar to, like, Dead Rising. Like, the idea of you're just in a mall killing zombies is super fun. But, like, the game That game actually has not bad control. No, no, it, it definitely wasn't. It, it definitely had more going for it, but it had the, the initial, hook like... Is the word you're looking hook. for. Yeah, yeah, but it, it's it's just nice that you mentioned these this other game, Resident Evil, and and I was talking about Gunstringer, and then Sterling's talking about Eco and Shadow of the Colossus. Like, yeah, they look cool, and I gotta say, like, I play Eco and I was like, oh, this is great, like, and I want to love it, and then I play the game and I'm just like, eh. Yeah, I and never you know, got into Eco. I got to one part where I was like, I don't really know what to do here, and just I didn't have the drive, the determination to figure it out. I was just like, mm-hmm. ah, well, whatever, I'll put it down and never come back to it because it really wasn't that good. And I'm in his boat totally. All these people think it's great. Corey thinks Eco and oh, Shadow yeah. Colossus are the greatest things to ever happen in video games. And I just, I just don't get it. And uh, I wasn't really planning on harping on that today, but, mm-hmm. uh, but you know, it came. It's just, and it, what's weird is half an hour before reading his article, I was looking at the, the remastered collections coming out. I was like, I should totally get that and give him, give him another shot. Nah, it's like I don't. It's gonna be the same bad. You guys, if you do that, you have game. to update your PS3, and that's gonna take two hours. Well, no matter what, you're gonna have to update it. I guess unless I just don't want to use it. <laughs> By the way, Sony is aware that people hate their updates. Yeah, it'd be surprising if they didn't. Anyway, we are at the end of our program. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Don't forget to go to chatterboxgameshow.com and email us. We'll be back next week. You've been listening to Chatterbox Video Game Radio. Tune in next week for more tips and info and the latest and greatest in video gaming. And remember, all your base are belong to us.